Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, the madman, Harry LaBrea. What up, y'all? <laughs> I'm still Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the Modern Marvel, but I'm just doing a little bit of a twist this time because this is definitely going to be an In My Mind segment, and I am going to be spitting it for you. I am on, and welcome to Lay for the Party live on Anchor FM and Facebook and an Anchor FM, <laughs> pretty much. So, killing three birds with one stone. So, like I said, you guys, um, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and support the podcast. You can listen also on 10 other platforms, such as Spotify, uh, Google Play or Google, something with Google. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Google, uh, Google's podcast service, and Apple and uh, Castbox, um, other ten other pl- platforms. But now, getting into what I am playing in the background. Oh, and by the way, Happy Dilla Month and Happy Black History Month. So, pretty much. I'm playing this um, Dilla beat, it's dope as hell, loving it every chance I get, but also it's just with um, the topic at hand, though, I'm going to be talking about the the previous fight, uh, the fight that just happened between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Now, my thing is that if we all seen the fight that Tyson Fury pretty much gave him a served his ass, (laughs) gave him a a can of ass whooping, and it just really didn't look good for Deontay Wilder. But what makes matters worse is that the fact that after the fight, well, after the fact, maybe a day later, his ego really started to kick in and made made the excuse of the costume that he wore to represent Black History Month, not only cost him like per, uh, cost him the fight because it was forty pounds, basically forty pounds heavier than than what he. I mean, what I mean, pretty much you were wear. But you know what? The, what's that smell? What's that smell? I'm smelling something. What is that? I'm smelling. It smells like an excuse. That's what that is. He's, it's an excuse for the fact that he lost. And keep in mind, like coming from a guy who's been in fights, who's been in, uh, been in actually like, you know, fights in tournaments and stuff like that. So, I mean, for me to actually win one and lose one, I mean, I can admit the fact that, you know, losing sucks, but, you know, you take it as an L and you move on and you move on to the next round or you get your, you want to get your round back. But my thing is, you're making an excuse, not the fact that, I mean, I mean, just take it as an L. Like, come on. And I like Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder is the, a cool dude. Like him a lot. Like him better. I like him better than Floyd Mayweather. But my thing is, 
I mean, it's probably because it's just that his ego and his pride is getting into the way of the fact that this is his very first loss, his very first L. So, I mean, it's going to hurt a little bit, you know. I mean, and sometimes not everybody can take such such a defeat off the rip, you know. Like, look at Ronda Rousey. I mean, not everybody could pull a Muhammad Ali and come back from an ass whooping and then come back and win it, you know. It just happens that way. But my thing is, like, Honestly, and I'm going to be like, keep it at level one, that Mr. Mr. Fury basically pretty much was the superior fighter, even even in the first fight that they had. The first fight that they had went to, I mean, you know, by point point wise, Tyson Fury was winning the mat was winning the first fight. So on a humble you know, it was just the fact that Deontay Wilder has that right hand. And with any chance that you get, if you manage to hit somebody with your most powerful punch, it could knock them down. And by Joe and by Lucky, by stroke of chance, Deontay Wilder didn't lose that fight because he knocked him down twice. So, I mean, aside from all that, it wound up being a draw. But when you look at the aspects of the fact that the fight ended in a draw, but point-wise, if it wasn't for those two knockdowns in the first fight, those two knockdowns that Deontay did, he would have lost even the first fight. Because, let's just say it, like, Tyson Fury is a superior fighter. He is a better fighter than, he is a better boxer. And make no mistake, not throwing shade to Deontay Wilder on any level whatsoever. And I'm you're you're talking to a, a pugilist enthusiast, okay? Like courtesy of my uncles, Uncle Eric and R.I.P. Uncle Bippy. You know what I'm saying? Like they were schooling me back even back in the day. So I mean, I've watched fights from as a child from. Hagler and Hearns, Leonard and and Hagler, even go back in the back and forth. And I mean, even like I I liked Floyd Mayweather even in the beginning before he got all mad cocky and everything. So, you know, but my thing is, is that for Deontay to make the excuse, no, bro, oh, I, the excuse of the fact that you. We're wearing a costume that wore 40 pounds. You wore the costume the night before. You know what I'm saying? You wore it the night before and you tried it. But my thing is, is that the best excuse that you got? Bruh, I don't care if you had, look, if you could make the excuse of, you know, the air wasn't, the, you didn't have no AC in your apartment or whatever the hell, or, or your hotel room, or you didn't have your, your meal for that night, uh, the night before. Like, either way, you lost. That was an L. You should just take the L for what it is and just keep it moving. That's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it moving. Now, you got two options. Either... Get your round back so it could be a rubber match, and actually get a uh, get a a coach to actually train you and actually train you how to be a boxer. Because one thing I'll give 
credit where credit is due with Deontay Wilder. He is a fighter. He is a fighter. He has that right hand. I mean, even with the Ortiz fight, I mean, he was Ortiz was even beating him in points until Deontay actually hit him in the hit him to where he knocked him out. But that's the thing. I mean, he's one of those power punchers who, if you get caught with that right, you will go down. But when you're fighting a boxer who's actually trained to actually box and do and not and keep in mind, Tyson Fury said he was going to do what he said. He said he was going to do it even during the press conference. He was going to he was going to put the nails in the coffin for real. He said he was going to do it and he did it. He did it and did it. With flying colors, because honestly, the and, and if you anybody watched that fight, like dude, like the moment he got in that ring and the first bell rang, Tyson Fury went after him, shocked the shit out, shocked the shit out of Deontay Wilder as well. And on top of that, he looked like he was scared, like whoa, where's this dude coming from? What is he on? Like dude, like. He came in like like freaking <laughs> Tyson Fury was like, nah, we're about to get fly for this ass whooping. Hold on. Like, nah, we're, I'm coming after you on this one, buddy. Like, this is not going to be a, <laughs> this isn't going to come as a double draw. Screw that. No, hell no. But, I mean, honestly, and on a humble, it's just like, it looked bad. It looked bad from the points. I mean, even just the fact that how he was just targeting like just when you're getting in position to actually hit even at close range I mean when you get past somebody's reach and you go in I mean he was smothering him keep in mind that even Deontay looked a little bit bigger than he was before I think he was like 19 pounds 19 pounds bigger than he was in the last than the last fight but then Tyson Fury was a little bit bigger than Deontay was in that fight, like 17 pounds bigger, I believe. But either way, it was just the fact that Tyson Fury was a superior fighter. He was hitting him in the areas where he was, he was, he figured that was his weakness. He was targeting whatever that he could hit on him and that needed to be hit. And he pretty much did what he did. I mean, Deontay Wilder was already gone. Now, to me, he was already gone by the fifth round. He was already in trouble by then. Like, they could have stopped the fight in the fifth round. He was already looking bad even by then. But then when he really was looking bad, he was really looking bad by then. And it's just, it was just bad juju from that point. Man, just take the L for what it's worth. You know, you lost to a superior fighter. You lost to the better man. Sometimes you, if you are the better man, and sometimes that person that you're fighting might be better than you. It might punch your ticket, you know? I mean, but it's like for him to lose his first match ever, I mean, I'm betting that's probably... Hitting him right where right where he lives right now, though. I mean, I'm guaranteeing that shit. But honestly, and it's like Deontay Wilder. I mean, like I said, I mean, he's a dope boxer. But do I see them 
wanting to get into a, a third fight. Uh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. At this point, I'm thinking, you know what? If if anything, I wouldn't go for a third fight with Tyson Fury right now, if anything. If anything, I would go after Joshua right about now. If anything, I would go after Joshua. And even with that, Joshua's probably laughing his ass off after his win against... Um, I forgot his name already. Shit. Um, he for, um, somebody help me out, whoever's watching this. Um, who? Uh, what's his name? He beat Joshua, and then Joshua came back and beat him by like just jabbing the shit out of him. So, um, but I mean, that's the thing. It's just like, you know, either you bounce back or you fight again. And now look at Joshua now. Now he has all the belts. He has the, um, the belts. So if anything, if Joshua wants to fight Deontay, I mean, now they got one and one. But if anything, if Ego gets in the way, if he wants that round back with Fury, he's going to have to train hard and get ready to fight. To me, I think he might have did it a little too soon. After the after the win against um, Ortiz, he should have just backed off for a while before, like, if anything, fight around March or April or even May. You know, give yourself a little bit more time. I mean, if, if obviously, if confidence precedes you, like, he thought that he was going to I, I don't I, I, shit, man. It's just that was an ass whooping. I mean, then your ear was bleeding. He had a cut in his ear. <laughs> Everybody's sitting there talking about freaking Tyson Fury was licking his blood at the end of the fight. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Was he trying to catch hepatitis or something like that? I wouldn't want to be doing no shit like that. Unless you're a modern day vampire, but even still, it's like, come on, bro. Come on. It's like, stop while you're ahead. Like, it's just like, and then you fight, and then Deontay Wilder fires one of his coaches. It's just like, come on, man. I mean, if it was, you're at that point, you were like, if it wasn't broke, why fix it? But I mean, even with that, you wound up going at it in the way to where you just lost, you know? You took them, you take your L's for what it's worth. I mean, fuck, even Goku never really got his round back with Sale. So, I mean, <laughs> let's just call it what it is. <laughs> Sorry to use an uh, anime, uh, anime uh, reference for those who don't watch anime, but, I mean, let's just call it for what it is. I mean, shit. Sometimes you just got to take those L's and you just got to keep it moving. I mean, fuck. I mean, that's life in general. I mean, yeah, this is your job and you getting a purse out of it. But I mean, fuck. I wasn't, ex and honestly, on a humble, I wasn't really expecting for Deontay Wilder to lose. I just didn't, un I just clearly underestimated Tyson's Fury skill. I mean, considering the fact that this dude came back from you know, drug and alcohol abuse and depression and suicide, I believe. And, you know, he was like 400 pounds and he came back and did what he did. I mean, he had two 
ugly. I mean, he had two other fights, and then he wound up fighting Deontay Wilder and did what he did. And, I mean, Danny beat one of the Klitschko's, I believe. Yeah, he beat one of the Klitschko's. Keep forgetting which one it was, Vladimir or the other one. But either way, but um, Alvarez, thank you, Alvarez, thank you. No, no. No, no, it's not Alvarez. I don't think it was Alvarez. No. Keep forgetting the voice name. Um, mm. But either way, I digress from the point. But, uh, oh, man. But either way, how are y'all doing today? It is technically my Saturday right now. I am on... This is Late for the Party Live on Instagram and Facebook and on Anchor FM right now. So if you can't get one, you will eventually get the others. So either way, how's everybody doing? Mad shout out to people who are on. Like to say what's up to mom, my, my cousin. What's up, man? How you doing? And nope, what's up, Peter? What's up, everybody? Gretzky, how you doing? Shayla, how you doing there? Brother Baines, Uncle BJ, what's up with you guys? How you guys feeling? So, just saying what's up. Like I said, everything is moving smooth. Oh, man. What a crazy time. And, see, I've been off for quite some time. Hey, hey. (laughs) I've been off quite some time, just going through a period of adjustments, a lot of stuff, even with the job, and also coming back from Rosarito, man, it was a lovely trip, all I must say is you guys, please get a chance to travel, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, definitely, 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 oh man, but it was a lovely trip, the only problem is it was just too damn short. But those two days were just awesome as hell and just lovely at that, too. But, damn, I want to go do it again. I already got hit with that travel bug, so I got to start moving around. So, (laughs) but either way, but, uh, man, Mm -mm -mm. but how is everybody doing right now? Uh, It is going on 525 today on this beautiful Tuesday even though I'm in my crash pad right now, living my best life by doing this lovely, lovely, lovely show for you guys, you know, because I just love doing this. I want to keep this thing rolling, you know what I'm saying? It's fun. I like this. And then, shoot, you know, I'm getting paid for it. So, hey, you know, more followers, more, more followers, more likes. Please tell a friend, tell everybody, shoot, Talk about all types of things, all pop culture from sports and all of that. So, cool beans. That's how we do it. Also, check out the t-shirts on teespring.com. Got three shirts available, please. And also, if you guys are subscribers to the podcast, I will give you a free t-shirt. So, like I said, a free t-shirt. And I have three of them. You can pick which one. Just hit me up on my just hit me up on my DM and I will let you guys know. So uh, oh man. Mm-mm-mm. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, well, since this is in my mind, 
Oh, shit. <laughs> Do I want to talk about that right now? Oh, yeah, fuck it. I might as well talk about it right now anyway. All right. So I didn't really get a chance to talk about this one before, but of course, um, oh, yeah, there's a couple of things we could talk about. Harvey Weinstein and I could talk about the whole thing about everybody's trying to rake the coals on Snoop Dogg just because of what he said about Gail King. Now, now keep in mind, I understood what Snoop was saying to Gail King at that point. He was upset because he was, she was going at talking to Lisa Leslie on the interview with Lisa Leslie about the um, about the little allegations about the sexual assault that um, the allegations and everything and being this all that crap of, that she was talking about. But my thing is, the dude is, the dude ain't even in the ground. He wasn't even in the ground yet. I mean, he was, I mean, they didn't even do the autopsy. And, you know, y'all more worried about something that was dismissed damn near, you know, back in uh, something that happened in 04 that didn't, that was dismissed and everything. So if anything on trial is dismissed or acquitted or found not guilty, then it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, this is, this is one of those songs in the background I'm playing, like don't front and just quit tripping, like take it as an L and move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is, is just that every, like, the moment she says that, and I feel Snoop, I might have not have called her a dog-faced bitch. I definitely would have called her a dog-faced gremlin, but, I mean, or a mud duck or a booger wolf or something like that. But, you know, but my thing is, is that if somebody really wanted to do something to Gail King for saying what she said on that interview, they don't need Snoop's. They don't need Snoop's. They don't need Snoop Dogg's stamp of approval. They would have just did it automatically on their own, given time without Snoop saying anything. And what he meant by saying, "Oh, we're gonna, um, I'm come get at you, I'm come get you." or whatever he said, come get you on, was because he was saying it while well, I was going to do it on the internet. Everybody lives on this bitch. Social media, social media is everybody's platform for everything. Everybody has a voice, an opinion, just like assholes. Everybody has one. But I understood it. I understood it was a, a, a not a, a threat to where it had to be on DEFCOM 5. And then everybody sitting here, even white announcers on other shows, trying to show like, oh, it was some big ass outrage. Like, oh, a black woman was threatened. A black woman was threatened. Blah, 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 blah. And this is coming from white people, which is kind of funny to me because it's like, okay, where was that same energy with uh, Sandra Bland? Where was that same energy when it came down? You know, where was that same energy when that fucking cop was beating on that black woman on the side of the fucking freeway? Where was that same energy at for a lot of stuff that was going down with not just black people, but just sisters in general, but with, I mean, 
with, with every female. You know what I'm saying? Where's all that outrage when you got motherfuckers like R. Kelly peeing on a 15-year-old girl on a video? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're coming at somebody who's... Oh, and that's another thing that I'm tripping off of right now. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, jump um, jump the gun, but... I mean, but I'm going to get it. And it's kind of funny because it's like... You know, it's funny how people want to come after people when they're dead and gone. But they never had the stones to do that to them while they're among the living. And it's funny to me because not only they did that to Michael Jackson, and that was calculated, and honestly, Oprah and Gail King was involved with all that shit as well. So fuck them broads. And then, on top of it, I mean, and then, what the hell? Somebody's trying to sue Rick James for like his like his royalties and all that shit for some like some allegations that happened too and I'm like damn hold up Rick James been gone since what 2000 and what like fuck Alexa's too far for me to sit here and ask her uh ask her like hey Alexa when did uh when did Rick James die Sorry, I had Alexa say something to me about Alexa, when did Rick James pass away? He died as he died and <laughs> he basically died. In 2004, it's 2019 right now. Now, if you had, and this is my thing, and not to sit here bashing on, <laughs> not to sit here bashing on the whole thing with the Me Too, Me Too movement and everything else like that. I get that there are people and victims who really has been through some shit like that too. But and my thing is. If you're going to do something and say something about stuff like that, I'm a firm believer. Me, and this is me in my opinion wholeheartedly, you have to basically, yeah, thank you. I'm sorry, 2020. <laughs> sorry about that. I'm still kind of like adjusting to my shit, all right? I mean, hell, it's only been like two of um, just basically waltzed out in 2019 unscathed. But my thing is... My thing is with that alone, it's just the fact that if that shit happened, that shit, if that shit happened then, you got to let that shit be known right then and there. Like, I know you might be scared. I know you might have some, like, real thoughts about you not really saying anything about it because you might, you don't know if it might affect your job or anything like that. But honestly... To me, if it was something like that going on with shit like R. Kelly and stuff like that with Bill Cosby and everything else back then, me the Me Too movement could have started years ago. Back, like, decades ago, if that were the case. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, and that, like that, I mean, because right now it's pretty much, it feels like it's a witch hunt just for not just on black people in general, because it's like, to me, 
it feels like for even for the people who aren't doing anything wrong, it's like they're getting attacked in general. Everybody's getting attacked on it. Like Aziz, uh, Aziz, I'm sorry. Aziz, I'm sorry. He went on a bad date. And then the girl wanted to cry rape on his ass and on that and be anonymous and nothing. I mean, luckily, it didn't. I mean, it could have fucked up his um, career, but obviously they people saw right through the bullshit. You know, but my thing is, too, it's like if you got the money to do stuff like, you know, you know, money, but and you're a star, you got to sit there and roofie and you know, do all that extra shit. I mean, honestly, that's just kind of ridiculous to me, but that's besides the point. But my thing is for people who are attacking folks when they're dead and gone, it's like, come on, dude, they can't even defend themselves. And at the time when they were alive and moving around, nobody said a damn thing till after the fact. I mean, what's next? Marvin Gaye? I mean, come on. Stevie Wonder, I mean, come on, I mean, like, dude, it's like, it's just like, it just keeps coming out of left field, what's next, Prince, I mean, come on, it's just, it's starting to, to me, it's getting a little out of hand, now, don't get me wrong, now, for the people who has done some shit, I do agree with the fact that if they get in that kind of heat, I mean, where's all that same energy that you guys are dishing out to all these folks like Michael Jackson, Freaking Kobe Bryant and freaking um, Kobe Bryant and uh, Rick James, but like you know, you got motherfuckers like Harvey Weinstein who was found guilty today. Uh, yep, yesterday I believe he was found guilty for what he did. Now this is another thing that I'm gonna get on, and it's also the fact that like Bill Cosby sits here trying to chime in on shit. It's like how is fucking Bill Cosby chiming on shit? about anything from Kobe's death, from Harvey Weinstein's case, and all that shit while he's in jail. I mean, damn, they obviously... I was talking about some shit. Hey, guys, welcome back. Uh, there was a slight, slight, slight uh, cancellation from the um, other... from my podcast. Looks like I reached a limit on the... Um, it's kind of funny that has a limit on the computer, but it doesn't have a limit on my phone. Either way, hmm. Um, okay, so back to what I was saying. Um, now the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein, I mean, with Bill Cosby, now both of them fucked up. I mean, let's just call it what it is. But my thing is for Harvey, he will, I mean, as harshly a punishment that his is, I mean, as, as well as Bill Cosby's, but I think with Bill Cosby's situation, it was a little harder to show any kind of evidence. I mean, to, I mean, and honestly, it's like something that was so long ago. I mean, it's kind of hard, but they obviously managed to pull something out of the hat and they managed to give them 10 years. Now, will they give... Now, to me, will they give Harvey Weinstein that kind of energy that they gave to Bill Cosby? I sincerely doubt. If anything, I'm looking at maybe minimum for uh, minimum Harvey gets for being in jail, give or take. I'm looking at at least I'm I'm counting at least four. I'm, I'm at least counting five. 
five years. Five years max. So, honestly, it's like, nah, but, nah, that I do agree. Like, Bill Cosby is not innocent, and I mean, he's getting his time for what it's worth. I just want to make sure that Harvey gets that same amount of time for doing that same kind of shit. So, and it's just crazy to me because, I mean, it's a little messed up. So, you know, they'll throw the book at us. In a heartbeat, but when it comes down to our white counterparts, oh yeah, those hit them with a slap on the wrist or something like that, and you know, keep it pushing. But, um, but either way, I mean, then there's that. But I mean, hell, I digress from my point. But, oh man, crazy shit. Oh, and now swinging back to the whole thing with um, swinging back to the whole thing with Snoop Dogg now. Everybody's sitting there trying to rake Snoop Dogg on the coals for what the for calling <laughs> calling Gail King a dog faced bitch and they we gonna come get you like for real like my thing is obviously he wasn't gonna do anything I mean fuck it Snoop Dogg you don't have to do a damn thing so I mean come on I mean like I said if anybody was gonna do something to Gail King on any level whatsoever. I mean, she's probably spoken as a journalist. She's probably dealt with more scarier um, interviewees or anything like that and probably had more life-threatening situations pop up rather than Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure if somebody was going to try to do something, they don't need Snoop Dogg's stamp of approval. So my thing is, is that Everybody's doing all this, oh, like this, like, oh, a black woman was threatened and everything else like that. And then on what that red table talk with Jada Pinkett, and uh, I'm going in on this one. And then she says that her heart sank when Snoop Dogg was a guest on her show. And it's like she's sitting there talking about. Oh, my heart sank. Not Snoop Dogg, because I'm thinking, because you're saying that to Gail King. You're saying that about my me. You're saying that about my mother. You're saying that about that, my 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 daughter. And I'm sitting there like, no, he's not. <laughs> not like, no, he's not. Snoop Dogg said that specifically to Gail King. He didn't say to any other bitches or anything like that. He didn't say nothing like that at all. So my thing is, you sitting here trying to chime in and make it seem like something more than what it actually is. He said that because he was pissed because, you know, not only that his boy is dead and gone and not coming back, people sitting here ragging on his credibility and who he is. And nobody's perfect, but like I said, the situation was dismissed and everything else, and if something really did happen, that's between him and um, the man upstairs, if anything. But aside from all of that, it's like, you know, I mean, it's just, Muggs is just tripping off of off of absolutely nothing. And then honestly, it's like with Jada Pinker chiming in, oh, you know, my heart sank and I've like my sis, my my come you were talking not just about her, but me and all other uh black women. Like, dude, no. He wasn't not sitting there talking about remember that joke 
that freaking Chris Rock said when you go to the club and you hear like little John from the window to the walls and all that shit. And then, you know, you hearing other songs like so derogatory, like smack it with a dick, smack it with a dick and all that stuff. Right. And then, you know, talking about hoes and all this stuff. Right. But then you see the girls in the background shaking it and shaking it up and everything else. And the first thing they going to say, he ain't talking about me. Now, riddle me that shit. He ain't talking about me. So my thing is, Snoop Dogg wasn't talking about my girl. He wasn't talking about my sister. He wasn't talking about my moms, both my moms. He wasn't talking about any females who I know. He was sitting there saying that specifically about Gail King. And if anybody, if anybody felt some kind of way and everybody feeling some kind of way, where is all that fucking energy that y'all throwing shade at Snoop Dogg for when fucking Gail King sitting there saying all this negative shit. I mean, sitting there talking about some shit that don't even have to be brought up in no fucking interview about something that was taken care of, that was freaking dismissed back in 2004 when the man is dead and gone. Kobe is dead and gone. He is not coming back. He can't defend himself. And it just sucks. Oh yeah, man, it's just funny with a uh, Facebook on the on the phone. I mean, on the computer. But like I said, that should be updated on um, uh, Instagram. So if anybody's having a hard time uh, following me on Facebook, you can uh, cross over to Instagram right now. I'm on Instagram Live. So. Right now, because uh, I know it's a, it's looking a little choppy on um, Facebook right now. So, uh, shit. Mm. Damn AT&T. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, come on. It's like, Muds is sitting here making the biggest deal out of just the fact that you got, I mean, like Snoop Dogg, but... I mean, you don't think Gail King was out of pocket for, like, sitting there bringing up something like that to Lisa Leslie, of all people, in a fucking interview about some, I mean, shit. I mean, one thing about being a comedian or a journalist or anything else like that, it's all about timing, you know? Watch your pocket, you know what I'm saying? It's all about timing. And then that bullshit she saw talking about, oh, I didn't know that the, that the, the the show that the producers put that that cut on the internet lying bitch stop lying about that shit because you know good and hell well that you I mean you're the one asking the fucking questions I mean come on I take an I take an investigative journalism so trust me when I say this if you don't know what you're asking then you don't need the dummy if you don't know what you're um going to say in an interview, then don't say it. Especially if you already got it written down. I mean, come on. I mean, that's like the biggest excuse. Just like the song says, don't front. You know what I'm saying? Stop fronting. Don't front. <laughs> By the way, this is Jay Dilla's instrumental uh, Front Street on uh, just bumping in the background. But 
but damn, man, like that's some crazy shit, dude. And it's it bugs the living shit out of me because it's like it's like everybody wants to throw energy in places where it don't need to be. But when stuff like Harvey Weinstein, fucking R. Kelly's and, you know, fucking like prime example, you sitting here talking about females in general, right? Yet we got a president of the United States who blatantly says that he grabs girls by the, you know, I I just can't say that word. Uh, just, you know, you go grab the girls by the by the cootie coo, you know what I'm saying? And freaking <laughs> grabbing by the cootie coo. That was just fucking stupid. Uh, just um, grab, yeah, grab them by the, you know, yeah, the vajayjay or whatever. The uh, grabbing vaginas and stuff. There we go. That sounds a little bit better. But um, but but you got you got freaking. The president of the United States sitting here who blatantly says that shit, who says the most ignorant shit on the planet. And it's like the sad part is it's like he says the most ignorant shit on the planet like this about females in general. Yet 50 percent, 51 percent of the females voted for his ass. Yet you guys are tripping on Snoop Dogg. For going, just calling Gail King a dog face bitch. I'm like, wow. And then y'all trying to make it more than what it is. And then y'all trying to rake the coals on Snoop Dogg. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's just downright ridiculous. It's like, y'all just trying to make mountains out of molehills. For real, for real. Like, just leave that shit alone. I don't know why everybody's making a big deal out of just some shit. When it was like... Where's all that same energy when some real live shit is going on, but nobody wants to say shit when that comes down to it. Like, you know, now I ain't raking Harvey Weinstein, Nicole. Like, there's a lot of people who I even know who, like, even associated with, like, freaking Harvey Weinstein, but a lot of people ain't saying shit right now. Like, you know, because... Maybe they were connected. Maybe they linked up with them. Maybe they were involved. Who knows? But a lot of people are a little quiet about some shit on social media. You know, especially for a lot of folks who have platforms when... You couldn't see me do it on Instagram, sorry. But, um, (laughs) you know, like, for instance, like, you know, like doing... Yeah, man, it's just like, nah, where's that same energy? You know what I'm saying? That's the theme. That's the title for this uh, in my mind segment. Don't front. Keep that same energy. <laughs> Don't front and keep that same energy. I gotta remember that. But man, whoo! For the love of rhyming shit, man, it is going on five fifty three. Damn, I've been live for about. Ooh, let's see. I've been live for about 47 minutes. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's right. But yeah, man, honestly, like I said, like, it's just, it's like a witch hunt. Everybody's just trying to come after anybody who was in a position of doing something good. 
people are people who are doing good is being taken out way too soon before their time. Maybe it's God just saying it's their time to go, but it's just at at a time to where we need those people to where like to make this world a little better. <laughs> you know, just to make it seem cool, like, you know, like damn. It's just it's an it's gonna be an interesting 2020. I can guarantee you that. Stay tuned on that shit because it's gonna be coming out of left field. Whatever's going on, it's just the it's just the beginning. We're just barely getting out of February, and already we've already had some pluses and minuses pop off in the beginning of the year. So, I mean. I can't even appreciate the fact that freaking one of my favorite wrestlers, Edge, came back from a severe injury, a career-threatening injury, and years later, medicine in general helped him come back for the Royal Rumble, which got literally overshadowed because of the fact that of Kobe's passing, because the Royal Rumble was indeed the same day as well as the 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 Grammys, which I could get two shits about. Um, but you know, and it's just kind of like it's 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 going to be a barn burner, like for real, like just so much stuff. See, and this is probably one of the reasons why I'm going back to school right now, getting ready to go back to school in March for. Um, you know, starting out being a CNA and I'm going to start bumping up to like bumping up to be becoming an RN, you know, because it's like, you know, medicine is definitely something that I'm starting to really get involved in, especially when it came down to, you know, after I graduated. So it's just like now it's just like it's starting to be a little bit more apparent in the imperative for me right now, especially. I mean, hell, as you can see on the side of me, I got my little bike that I've always been rolling on or get a chance to roll on every chance I get. So, you know, I'm shedding these, shedding these pounds and trying to get better just for the sake of me. And, you know, because I want to help out others. So, man, crazy shit. But yeah, man, just man, take care of ourselves and each. Just I don't want to take a, a Jerry Springer line, but take care of yourself and each other. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus Christ, man! Like wow, this fucking year—it's not even over with. I turn, I turn, I turn forty in October. That's gonna be a trip. The fuck am I gonna do? I already went to Mexico. What's next on the list? But I need to get back to Pittsburgh. I need to do a lot of shit. I'm going to keep it busy. Man. Whew. Man. Man, oh, man. It is going on three minutes to six o'clock. Welcome to Late for the Party live on Instagram and Facebook and on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious. Man, please like, comment, share, subscribe to the podcast. Like I said, you guys, if you have problems watching it on Facebook, you can go on Instagram. I'm going to throw it in on my stories and save it so you guys can watch it for your listening.
and your visual and listening pleasure. Please don't drive and watch while you're doing it, while um, you're uh, watching this or listening to it. So, um, and also, like I said, check out the t-shirts on teespring.com. That is T-E-E spring.com. And you can check out the t-shirts. You can go ahead and go on the website and actually purchase them. Um, I will send, I will send a link on, um, I will send a link and everything on, uh, once I, the podcast is over. And then also if you are a subscriber to the podcast, which you can follow on all 10, uh, pod, uh, all 10 platforms such as Spotify, Castbox, and etc. in Apple and Apple Podcast. You can um, if you subscribe to the if you subscribe to the channel and everything else like that, well subscribe to the channel. <laughs> but um, you subscribe to the podcast and then I will give you a free t-shirt. Just go on and you would take a take a gander of which one and then I will get that for you. So, either way, I'm about to get off right now. We're about to be close to the 60 minute mark pretty soon. So, I did a daily dose of uh kill three birds with one stone and did for almost a solid hour. But either way, I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to set up the and do a little editing on this podcast and everything else. And on this uh, episode, this is the late, uh, this is the In My Mind segment. Oh, man. So either way, y'all, I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. the Madman Harry LaBrea, a.k.a. Coverboy, the Modern Marvel Man. Either way, I will check y'all later. And like I said, and as always... If you're not on the way, then you're in the way. Okay, oh shit. Um, okay, hold on, give me a second here. Uh, this might take a little bit longer than I thought. Uh, okay, so we're gonna do it like 